Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friend Steve here. Yeah, Larson. And the Enforcer. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, tape live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. I want to give a shout out to everybody joining us on the YouTube for our Fast Lane Watch Along. Wait, do you say fast lane or fast lane? The tradition seems to continue, man. Yes, it fast does. lame strikes again. Fast lame strikes again. We decided, you know what? Uh, we all had to suffer through this together, so we'll bring, we'll drag the enforcer along with us from the live watch party uh, to the podcast. Uh, he <laughs> said, I he am. said, Are you guys gonna shit on this? We we're like, yeah, probably, because it was a shitty pay per view. I'm and, down, and uh, and so we dragged him <laughs> kicking and screaming with us. Uh, so yeah, uh, I mean, look, the main event was pretty fantastic. Really it was really good. Yeah, really was fantastic. Really, really good. That was like really, a really pay-per-view good. level, you know, some story developments there with Daniel Bryan basically tapping out Roman Reigns. He, it was the saddest little tap out. Yeah. He was fading and he tapped out. Uh, but beyond that, besides in the kickoff show, giving us seemingly the breakup of retribution, unless, uh, Mustafa Ali uh, comes to each member hat in hand, you know, maybe a dozen roses for each uh, or, or, or or a gift card to Arby's for T-Bar. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they're going to be getting back together or what's going to happen with that, but that is a bit of a story development. Otherwise, not a great slate of matches no, for Fastlane. And also not a whole lot in the way of real story development, as you mentioned. A lot of, you know, like it's bookended by matches that actually had some some consequence, some meat to them. But what was in between, yeah. by and large, could have been on a Raw or SmackDown and, and would have fit perfectly in place with one of those shows. This, this, so much of what happened tonight didn't feel like a pay-per-view match, right? save for the main event, really. The main event was great. Yeah, yeah. About the only thing that really, like you said, uh, um, the fact that you you got a possible breakup with re- Retribution, what's going to go on with the U.S. T- title scene because of that, also, are we going to get how is Retribution going to break up in terms of are they going to be in a tag team? Are they just going to all completely dissolve? And then the main event at the end, are we going to get a tri- triple threat? Was yeah. the groundwork laid for that? That's yes. about all the consequence that you saw yeah. with this other than Fiend coming back and him being burnt. 
really that could have been on raw too you know could have been on raw absolutely could, could have let's let's talk about this triple threat possibility because we've been talking about the the chances of that potentially happening for a little while either that or some sort of a, a wrestling match for daniel bryan night one of mania um but based on what we saw tonight it would seem that it, it makes all the sense in the world great as WWE, so sense doesn't really apply sometimes um <laughs> could make all the sense in the world to make the universal title match now a triple threat match given that daniel bryan made roman reigns tap granted there's no referee around well there was ed hughes that's behind daniel yeah. bryan ready to blast him with a chair <laughs> right. um, rather than actually do his job calling it right uh, down the middle um <laughs> i know uh so it, uh, it just makes sense like the idea yeah. of kind of wrestling match could be fun that could have been the case had daniel bryan needed a case to be made to be put into the match as a triple threat. But that case has been made tonight. I mean, it really was. We sort of had our, we had our wrestle in match. It just was between Daniel Bryan and and Roman Reigns Mm -hmm. and Daniel Bryan tapped him out. We had the worst special enforcer, maybe in history Uh, edge, not even coming close to doing his job. Right. And, uh, and I do, I, I will say this though. I think that for ever since, Edge came to SmackDown to challenge Roman. He's lacked the intensity that I think this feud is needed. Daniel Bryan brought that intensity. I feel like tonight, Edge actually, with the overbooking of this match and Edge going off with a chair, that's the kind of thing that I like to see. So now things aren't going to be cordial between him and Daniel Bryan heading into next Friday and for the rest of the time. How they sort this out, I think, is going to be a fun story that's going to play out. And they really have made Daniel Bryan. It's and and I don't even necessarily. I mean, it's it. I guess I guess it should stop surprising me how much Vince McMahon loves Daniel Bryan because the fact that this isn't just Roman versus. I mean, yeah, maybe this could be Larson. I think, as you suspect, Daniel, they need a guy to eat the pin in Roman versus Edge um, to keep. You know, the other one's strong, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. to keep the other one strong because, I mean, it seems now at this point you do a triple threat, Edge looks really good, Daniel Bryan looks good, but he ends up eating the pin, and after the match to send people home happy, Edge is pissed and he spears Roman a bunch of of times. That's probably how that's going to play out because I do still think that they're going to want WrestleMania to end on a happy note. It just ain't going to be Edge holding that title on the happy note. Maybe I'm so wrong think, there, but you think you think Daniel Bryan in the match improves the odds of Roman winning versus Edge winning? Because I actually see it the opposite way. I think it oh, improves yeah. the, the odds of Edge winning. Yeah, because Edge can can pin Daniel Bryan because they got the beef now too. Edge gets that win. You get your 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 fun moment to end WrestleMania. Roman could walk on to SmackDown the next week's like, well, Edge didn't pin me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that like I think Edge not beating somebody big like Roman kind of puts a damper on him winning the title at WrestleMania. And on top of that, if Daniel Bryan's the guy eating the pin, that's not a, that's not a super, I mean, for, for edge winning over Daniel Bryan, that's not exactly a happy moment. Well, I I mean, who would cheer for that? that. I get that. But at the same time, this is WWE. They might have it in their mind that edge winning the title is going to be this great moment. Full stop. The two baby faces, ten, ten years to the day, so on and so forth. He had to retire. Like regardless of who he, he pins, it's going to be a huge moment. He's back. He got the thing. He never lost. Uh, even though the universal title didn't exist in 2011, um, uh, you know that's the moment they want. 
but they get that they kind of get they have their cake and eat it too they get that moment with edge and yet they get to keep Roman strong no one actually pinned him or tapped him out yeah i don't know man that the crowd might crap on it if if that's the case um because i mean daniel bryan is the biggest baby face right now out of all oh, totally. all, all of these totally. guys and if they have totally. edge pick up the win at wrestlemania I don't, I don't know if they want a Roman winning at the Rumble in, what, 2015 or whatever it was. Well, I don't the think the crowd's going to react with that with that amount of, 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 of venom towards towards uh, Edge because Edge has legacy. Edge is reasonably well-liked within the WWE Universe. And yes, it might bum some people out to see Daniel Bryan lose at WrestleMania, what could potentially be his last maybe at least at a full-time competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, the moment of Edge coming back, winning the belt... 10 years to the day that he had to give it up. I think people be like, Oh, this is history. This is cool. Yay. Could be. I mean, look, people are going to be happy just to be there. Um, so, I mean, that's a possibility, but I don't know. I, if, if they haven't learned their lesson on jobbing out Daniel Bryan <laughs> yet, <laughs> I mean, I don't Maybe know. Daniel Bryan will win. Maybe Daniel Bryan taps out edge. Wouldn't that be, I would mark out. So you have these oh, two guys yeah, who are like, like total destiny picks. And then Daniel Bryan comes in. Because Vince loves Daniel Bryan. I mean, the WrestleMania thing is... WrestleMania 30 all over again, man. Edge hasn't exactly been a ratings draw. Um, so, uh, I don't know. Enforcer, where do you stand on this? How I do mean, you see the finish of WrestleMania going down? Honestly, like, if you think about it, if you sort of try and recreate... I know that the players are d- different and the way that they are positioned is different, but if you sort of try and recreate WrestleMania 30 uh, uh, main event finish where you've got this energy of fans and i know it's within a a a smaller amount of people there in their pods but still people are ready to pop people Mm -hmm. are ready to go and what more is 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 there that 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 could make that place pop than sort of the people's champion of a daniel bryan winning that now i could also see it like how you guys say edge Winning that and Daniel Bryan actually being the one to eat the pin, much like with the Brock three-way scenario where he loses the belt, he never eats the pin, and then he continues to stay strong. I completely think that no way is there going to be a situation with how Roman is positioned and the way how he's always looking for the short gimmick way of winning, much like a elimination chamber, having his match right after the elimination chamber match. He is not going to defend that title night one and then fight the next night. That's in story. That makes no sense, mm-hmm. but I, I, I could honestly see if Daniel Bryan is put into that Daniel Bryan winning that and popping the crowd, because now we have that factor we haven't had for over a year crowd actual reaction i'm curious also to see what roman gets does he get booed does he get cheered what's that going to change and sort of how they go in in the d- direction with their sh- uh, uh pay-per-view storylines going forward past wrestlemania as well the biggest pop would be daniel bryan winning mm-hmm. yeah. that would that would explode the place mm-hmm. i mean you have yeah it's 10 years to the day edge should win this thing Mm-hmm. And everybody might be thinking, but the biggest, if they want the biggest reaction, it is 100% Daniel Bryan winning. Mm-hmm. And and that, that's the problem is that, what have, we, what have we just said about Daniel Bryan? Whenever, whatever match he's in, it doesn't yeah. matter if it seems so inevitable. He, he can make you think he's going to win that. And yeah. to snatch that from the crowd, you're right. WWE might go with it, but that might not be a great idea. 
let's roll with this. The beginning of we had the kickoff show. We had yeah. uh, uh, oh, let me do this really quick. We had all Larson. While you talk about this match sure, briefly, sure. Ali versus Riddle in the kickoff. I'll send out sure. the Steve notes to the sure. Twitch subs. We have a bunch there of new you. Twitch subs. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Riddle versus Mustafa Ali. It's a fun match. Uh, the finish especially was fun. Let's just get to the finish because uh, yeah. really the real fireworks happened after the match began or start ended. I mean, so Riddle goes up top finish and Ali yeah. Ali takes a swing at him, misses, and then Riddle picks him up and hits the super bro Derek off the top yeah. to get the W. And afterwards, Retribution's helping Ali up. And so he takes a while for him to kind of come to, and he breaks free and starts yelling at him, you know, because before the match, he said, hey, don't help me. I got this. Yeah. And after the match, he's like, where were you? <laughs> you let me down again. Mixed signals. <laughs> it's Mia Yim reckoning. He gets in her face. She turns around, walks out. Mm-hmm. And Slapjack tries to leave, too, kind of uh, on the sly. And Ali's like, no, 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 no. You stay in here. You get yeah. back in line. And Slapjack's like, no, I'm out of here. And then he starts yelling at Mace. And uh, T-Bar, Dijak, and uh, they hit him with a double choke slam. So either Ali's out of retribution or retribution is no more. Well, also T-Bar tweeted this out. It was something like, uh, you know, you always get, here it is. It was like, told Uh, you so or something like that. You get what you deserve. He changed his Twitter avatar to a shot of Mustafa Ali about to eat that double choke slam. And then he retweeted WWE's tweet, high justice for Ali. Now this is what you call retribution. I mean, I don't know if if I'll, I mean, look, oh, told you it was told told you bar. That's his new name. Oh yeah, yeah. told, told you bar. bar. Yeah, told you bar. <laughs> Retribution has never been booked properly. They've always been oh. a bit of a clown show, even though they have oh, all yes. the potential in the world. They've got a, you got just right. a ton of talent. Um, yeah, I I, I I guess they're done with. I guess they're done with. That would seem to be the case. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if individually these wrestlers aren't better off in retribution, even given what they were doing, but hopefully they'll all go to big thing. I, I want something big for Mustafa Ali, man. I think that I he do, proved that dude, he can take anything and make it great. I yep. really love their ring gear too. It's really, would you ring. actually like to see the rest of retribution stay together minus Ali or sort of them go in their own paths I kind of feel like uh, the stink of retribution would maybe even if you uh, keep them together, it might kind of hold them back just because, as Steve mentioned, they've been booked so horribly since the, their inception. It's a clown yeah. show, and you just got if you want to be, take yourself, you'll be taken seriously on Raw these days. You got to distance yourself from that clown show. Like, I think we got to have Dijak, we got to have Dio, we got to have Shane Thorne, we got to have me again. I would trust NXT to handle a breakup like this. I do not trust main <laughs> roster to handle a breakup like this, gotcha. where everybody comes nope. out looking good. Yeah, yeah, nope. I get you. Yeah, I, I'm much like with you guys. Just get get the stink off. Honestly, maybe a week or two off of screen for a l- little bit, just to get get that let 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 um let Ali sort of you know play the the victim if you will saying everyone's turned their back on me whatever i'd honestly i think i've said it in um in the live stream i would like to see even though they're on different shows a bit of a crossover between uh sammy zane what he's got going Mm -hmm. and sort of roping in the conspiracy theory trying to sell ali on that and them two but buying in and making themselves a pretty dynamic tag team 
with that. I'd actually like, I'd like to see that, but yeah, that um, probably after WrestleMania, if they would ever even do anything like that. Mm-hmm. I like this idea here in chat. They call me Keller says Keith Lee comes back and he leads retribution by removing their masks and becomes a dominant faction. If you could properly, if you could properly yeah. give them all personalities mm-hmm. and explain, I mean, maybe he just comes, he, maybe he comes back and, you know, they kayfabe the reason with Mia Yim and, and his best friend Dijak. Yeah. And then Shane Thorne's like, hey, I'm going to go do my thing over on like 205 or something. Um, I guess. That, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> but I think they could do something good with it. It's just will they is the, is yeah, the big question. Yeah, that's the if. That's the if. After that, we had Sasha Banks. I'm sorry. To kick off the uh, the actual main card, we had Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair uh, versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for the women's tag team titles. Bianca got a lot of play in this match to start it off. She got the tag into Sasha finally like six or seven minutes in. Um, And then we had just a mess of a finish. But, you know, again, this was kind of a match that probably just could have been on SmackDown because Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, it didn't. I guess it just sort of put some finality to Sasha Banks and Bianca being at odds. Like they're not going to be challenging for these tag titles anymore. Yeah. Although, you know, yeah. chances are I say that, and then on Friday we get a rematch. Yeah, smack down, they win them. Um, <laughs> so the finish of this, uh, so Bianca hits a 450 on Shayna, and Reginald gets on the apron to distract the ref. Sasha goes for a meteor on him, misses. Uh, back in the ring, Shayna kind of puts the clutch on Bianca. She, she escapes. And then Bianca and Sasha hit this great-looking glam slam knee strike combo. That was great. Yeah. yeah. And Sasha is right to the bank statement after that. So uh, Bianca runs in to try to keep Nia for breaking up the pin. Mm-hmm. What ends up happening is like she hits Nia. Nia no-sells, and she shoves Bianca into Sasha, and that mm-hmm. breaks up the bank statement. Yeah. So Sasha and Bianca start arguing. And then Sasha, Sasha pushes her, calls her a rookie. And then Sasha gets rolled up by Shayna. Uh, so Shayna and Nia get the win. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, Sasha and Bianca are arguing ringside, are arguing in the ring. Sasha calls her a rookie and like pokes her in the forehead and then slaps the heck oh out of her. Oh my gosh. Just slaps her, drops her. And then she yeah. leaves. Yeah, yeah. White Brownie in chat here makes a good point. Didn't like that Sasha clearly saw Bianca getting pushed. That is one of my top like, you know, things that just bugs the crap out of me is I that know. when you see somebody getting pushed into you, why are you getting mad at the person yeah. that was pushed into you? I know. I know. Because Bianca was trying to do the right thing, and Sasha's mm-hmm. like calling her a rookie. No, she's trying to keep, make sure her team wins. Mm-hmm. Bianca was. Mm-hmm. Just didn't work out. But you yeah. can't really, uh, you really should be getting angry with her for trying. Yeah. Well, it's the alternative. It gets broken up by Nia. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know? you know? After that, we had an update on Shane McMahon. So on uh, WWE's YouTube <laughs> channel, uh, he was uh, in the ring doing some sparring, preparing for his right. match with Braun. Right. Adam Pierce yeah. was supervising, and yeah. uh, and he throws, he busts his knee. He throws out his knee. Yeah. He does a V trigger, and the mm-hmm. knee that hits the, the 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 sparring pad is the one he hurts. Yeah, yeah. he goes, oh crap. He goes, oh, this is good. <laughs> so oh, no. uh, that match seemed to be in question uh, as he's leaving the trainer's room. Elias walks up to him with Jackson Riker. He pitches Shane on a musical performance for WrestleMania. Shane says, dude, don't waste my time. And he's like, okay, wait a second, because Elias is being pretty persistent. Yeah. And he says, hold on. Uh, okay, I have an idea. So we kind of all see yes. where that's going. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, of course, uh, Shane had the uh, uh, stupid Express T-shirt on yeah. as well. Oh yes, <laughs> his, his piece of, of of training tape was stupid written on. Yeah, it, it was mm-hmm. stupid written right across it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had our Intercontinental Title bout: Apollo Cruz versus Big E. The beginning of this match was really good. Both of them coming mm-hmm. out with a lot of yeah. intensity. Yep. Really hard hitting. Um, the match actually up until the finish was pretty solid. Still not entirely sure if this was supposed to be the finish. What was this like? This fi- I mean, is this on Wikipedia? It was like five minutes. It, might it, be. it was felt short. so it was, short. It was really good. And it was like really getting started. Like this, it was really it started good. out with like Big E doing the spear and Apollo off the apron. Oh, two yeah. apron splashes. Apollo yeah, got a frog of- splash for two. And then describe this finish best you can. I'll try. So uh, what happens is Cruz is looking for a standing moonsault. Uh, Big E gets his knees up and then he charges. Uh, Cruz evades that, so Big E gets posted. Then we have a, some back and forth, and there's this kind of clumsy-looking roll-up that I think Cruz is supposed to have Big E's shoulders down. So the ref is counting. One, two, and then they move slightly, yeah. just slightly, and then the ref starts counting again, and then it counts. Uh, she counts to three and says Big E won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She points um, right at him. Says yeah. Big E won. Yep. And, and you, I mean, based on both roll-ups, I couldn't really tell whose shoulder was supposed to be down, so I thought it was a double pin. That's, That's what, what I thought, first. too. Yeah. And then uh, the ref pointed at, at Big E, and I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if that was the, how the match was supposed to go or, or You know or it was what, weird but... also? I, I, I can't believe that it was simply because, number one, the ref jumped out of the ring immediately mm-hmm. instead of, like, waiting to raise somebody's hand, and there well, were no replays. Because there were also no replays. A, there was no replay. She, uh, she might have hopped out of the ring because Apollo Crews immediately started kicking biggie yeah oh, she yeah. wasn't you know there was no before one. they got off before they got off the mat before they got off before like they were just laying there she just she she pointed biggie while he was still down and then like yeah, yeah. jumped out yeah it was I don't know. weird the I mean, whole like, thing I mean, was cruise cruise was right on biggie kicking him and stuff mm-hmm. and they hit him with three olympic slams mm-hmm. um so i don't know i mean these guys are all professionals if something may go slightly uh, amiss they tend to be pretty good about knowing, okay, well, I need to do this to get my heat back or something. You yeah. know, every once in a while you got a botch finish and it's really awkward, but uh, <laughs> more often than not, if there's something that kind of goes a little bit off, they kind of know what to do. Yeah. But, uh, so according to was, the Wikipedia, it was, it was a bit clumsy. It was a bit of a clumsy finish. According to Wikipedia, oh, Jorge says she probably went to go get the belt for Biggie. That's a good point, actually. Um, okay. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Biggie uh, won in five minutes and forty-five seconds. Wow. Okay. It was it was a good five minutes and forty. Yeah. Two seconds. It was a good yeah. first act of a match. Yeah, but yeah, it was at that point. That's when we sort of figure like, hey, we're we're gonna get out of this thing real quick, because like already at that point, three matches were done before the last yeah. hour, before the hour was done, and you're yeah. like, okay, this, this is just, just going by rapid mm-hmm. fire right here. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we had an Old Spice integration. We got uh, <laughs> Eric Bugenhagen. Boosh, uh, Boosh. Joe Average. Is that his name? Boosh. Joe Average. Joe Average, I think it was. Yeah. Joe yeah, Ordinary, yeah. I think. Um, trying to sell Drew Gulak yeah. on some Old Spice. Uh, turns out our truth is hiding behind this display. Uh, Kira Tozawa walks in. He wants to know our truth is. Our truth sticks his arm out from the display, holding some Old Spice, and the whole thing comes down. Uh, and, and by an accident, Joe Average, Joe Ordinary, Bugenhagen. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets the pin on our truth. He wins twenty four seven title until our truth gets up, rolls him up, gets it back. Good for Bouge getting some TV time though. I, I it's it's mind boggling. That guy has got so much charisma, and Absolutely. he's jacked. 
Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know what his wrestling is like because I haven't really given been given much opportunity to see him He's wrestle. He only had that one that, match like, on NXT, right? It was only that one match. Ages ago, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, though. So, yeah, good for the Bouge. He's a champ. He's always a champ. Well, um, it, was. it was brief brief reign. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. After that, we have Elias out for his performance. He's got Jackson Riker there, and Shane is there. And right when Elias is going to start strumming his guitar, Shane stops him and says, hey, man, I know I'm sorry. I know you get interrupted a lot, uh, but here's the deal for tonight. You're taking my place place in this match against Braun Strowman. Uh, So Braun comes out, uh, has a match with Elias. And it's like maybe a four-minute... Let's see. Let's see what the Wikipedia. Yeah, four, okay, there. No, wait. Uh, three minutes and fifty seconds. So almost four wow, minutes. Almost four. Match uh, where Braun wins. I think with probably a power slam, if I'm not yep, mistaken. Power slam yeah. is what it was. Yep. Power slam. After one, that, two, we three. get a a pretty awkward uh, backstage segment between Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura. So Riddle rolls up to Nakamura on a scooter. Uh, sh- uh, Shinsuke cr- uh, congratulates Riddle on his win. Riddle wishes him good luck in his match against Seth. And then Riddle starts pitching Nakamura on this idea for a scooter business. He was talking about some yeah. cousin he has named Skeeter, who is also a skater, and just goes on and on while he's talking. The on camera pushes in on him, and he stops talking. He turns towards where Nakamura was. Camera pulls back. Nakamura's gone. Mm. Riddle rides off, and it turns out Nakamura just like walked around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just popped back in. After that, we had Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. This is oh. a fine match. Uh, Shinsuke, like you mentioned earlier, Shinsuke's getting bigger, dude. He's getting jacked. Yeah, he's putting some muscle on, man. Uh, and uh, this, look, this is a good match. This is a fine match. No. Um, good match, yeah. Sort of didn't seem like much more than we would have gotten on a Raw. You know, just a yeah. solid Raw main roster, top of the second hour match. Uh, Seth Rollins ended up getting the win via a stomp. 
Nothing mm-hmm. really here to mm-hmm. to go on about. Again, good match. Nothing yes. all that's perfectly yeah. good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good good match. And of course, I was hoping I've lost Trio's title because I went out on a limb on this one. But I really thought Cesaro was going to come out there and sort of do some interference, much like how I thought this is a glorified Raw and a SmackDown. That's something you would do on a Raw or SmackDown to advance the story. That's what I thought. Didn't happen. Watch that happen to. Uh, to um, Friday, Friday when they have the, the their <laughs> yeah. their their rematch and then there's Cesaro hitting him in the back and and not not Nakamura getting the roll up six days too late for me but whatever. Mm. Well, I lost both those titles because I decided to not go with my instinct and say Alexa Bliss was going to get that win. Thanks for the fiend. So I don't yeah. know. I'd feel kind of nutty. I'd feel kind of weird about taking Big Red at Fast Lane. Then I'd have so much <laughs> pressure on me at WrestleMania. I'd rather take oh, Big I Red all back. Oh, pressures at, at me, huh? I'd rather take Big Red back at WrestleMania. It's a big oh, moment. We'll see about that. I like my big moments. You know me. Hey, uh, I get, big while, while we're on the on the on the on the topic of WrestleMania, I know uh, Impact has hardcore. What's Justice? Justice? Yeah. That Saturday, Mania Saturday. I'm saying we watch it because I think it's on the can at the same time as Mania. Yeah. Let's sweeten the pot for Mania weekend a little bit. Even though we're not watching Hardcore Justice, we can make our picks. So we have Trio's <laughs> title up, Big Red, and the Impact title. What do you say? Oh, nope. Any weekend? Nope. Not doing it. a way it. to get all the belts on the line that if weekend. If we're not watching it, not putting them up. Right, Got to watch it to put them up. Got to watch Whatever. it to put it up. Coward. Split screen, man. If we all just watch coward. it but don't comment on it. You know, if you, if you were more <laughs> willing to do more with Big Gold back when you had it. I'd probably be game for something like that, but you were the one who established a precedent when I was suggesting such what, things like what that. What more is there uh, to do with Big Gold other than an impact in the, or sorry, AEW I don't know. I was like, hey, do you There's want to put it up else. for this? And you're like, Mm-mm, no, I don't put it up for this. And I was like, okay, well, there you go. I guess you got the title. So, no. It, look, man, I don't th- because you think ever that was, was, was hard to kill and it worked out even better. We had, we, uh, now, two belts out there in circulation, the impact and the trios title. So it all worked know, out for the you best. You don't have to be all grumpy and stuff. You got big red. You get, you retain big red. Well done. Good job. Congrats. You've had, yes, you've had a wonderful you, run. Sorcerer. This is you've coming had, home said, to you I as well. I just said congrats there, myself. <laughs> <laughs> just said he that. Just, he just notes so the hell out of me. What <laughs> Thank you, Enforcer. Oh my goodness. You're, but you're you know welcome, what? I'm going to help you get that first race win in no, GTA not. Online, Lars. If I find out you're helping me, if I find out you're helping me, I'm going to put on the brakes. <laughs> oh not man, your charity. Just, just pile right into him. Huh? I'm not taking your charity at all. Let's <laughs> no. talk about this next match because while it was good, I feel like the Raw match was was a bit better. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Yeah. Uh, no holds bar. They went all over the place. It was fun. Let me let me suggest like this int- though. Okay. Because I heard you say that. I feel like this match. Had this one been the one that took place at Raw, we would have said the same thing about if that one took place here. I felt like the one at Raw, the one that ended in the double count or whatever, just had more intensity to it. Like, that match felt intense. Uh, yeah, I don't know. My guy got thrown through some LEDs, through, yeah, this through one was some showier. fans. This one was yeah. showier. You had the, 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 the higher spots. I'm not going to argue with that, but I felt like the intensity the level Brave of the Raw match maker. was higher. Yeah, was like the wrong match more. That's that, just my that's yeah, subjective thing. Yeah, but that Braveheart makeup was gone like after f- five minutes. I mean, that stuff was gone quick. Yeah, that was like it was like it was like Warrior back in there. It was always weird when Warrior's makeup would just come right off. Or like yeah, he'd have the stuff instantly. in the chest, yeah. and like after three minutes, just sweated right on off. I, yeah. I think I think yeah, I I don't 
I don't know. I think they're kind of interchangeable in a way. I do agree, though. I think that this one, it was more showy. They sort of went from moment to moment um, as opposed to the other one. But, uh, but yeah, because this one had kendo sticks. It had chunk of table. Yeah. Probably had chairs in it. Although I want to see chairs in my notes, but I didn't take really Mm-mm. extensive notes here. Mm-mm. So, yeah. like, the big moment was they go up no into chairs. Thunderdome. Drew throws Seamus through some LEDs. He screams like, oh, come on, you have to appreciate this moment. He screams like a Klingon just died. And they go yeah. to like a long like a, a like a long shot of him from like way up. That was pretty funny. Um, and then Drew carries Seamus back to the ringside area. He sort of suplexes him off of a, a equipment case. Uh, Seamus hits a bro kick on Drew over the barricade. Then he hits white noise on Drew through the commentary table. And then he gets like a chunk of table and he wants to like I don't know. I forget what he was trying to do. There. Uh, I think he had him up. Was in he like trying to do a white fireman's noise for carry? That? Oh, okay. I think okay. he's doing fireman's carry. So that would have been yeah. And then, uh, but then Drew was able to get out of that, give him a future shock on the table chunk, and then a claymore that put Sheamus away. I really like this match. I thought it was pretty. It was good. good. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to talk trash. I just. I just. No, I know. I know. But to your point, though, also, if there were stakes involved here. I think it oh, probably yeah. would have heightened the drama, you know, if it, it was definitely a would, one yeah. contendership bout. Exactly. Yeah. I think I think with that would have brought more intensity. I think so as well, yeah. I mean, the fact that before it was a n- number one contender match earlier on, now that was completely gone. You knew what this all this was was a feud match, but you already had one on Raw. Yeah. Hard to just sort of like reset, re-rack, and have the same stakes go on for it to be – even more heated you know it, it it's mm-hmm. hard to top a su- successful match with the sequel mm-hmm. when you have the same uh, when we just saw it mm-hmm. all right so we're going to compare yeah. everything t- to that first time you see it you're always going to feel that that's the bit better experience yeah that's a good point as well that's a good point that's a good point, uh, good point. this next match is what lost me all my titles well the mm. two titles that i wanted alexa versus randy so uh pre-match Randy starts coughing up some of that crude oil. Texas uh, tea. Texas <laughs> there you tea. Go. Black gold. Uh, <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> exactly. That's, all, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm referencing right now. I love that show back in the day. Uh, oh, so uh, anyways, uh, I the moments I have here, Alexa sort of like throws or generates a fireball at yeah. Randy. Magic well, missile. So get this bullshit here. So, well, hold on. There's there's two fire spots. You talk about the first one. So the first one is is they're both in the ring, and yeah. Orton starts to walk towards Alexa, and just fire shoots up in his face like a wall of flame right in yeah. front of him. At that yeah. point, didn't the ref run? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so the ref he runs away. Life. Okay, yeah. he runs away. Okay. In the ring. The next thing I have written down, and I know something happened between this and that, they're on the outside, and a lighting rig falls right in front of Randy Orton. That's the gist of it. There's one like yeah. uh, uh, he, he charges uh, Alexa. Oh, she, she moves. He posts. Yeah, he so posts. he gets posted, yeah. and then, yeah, she rolls out of the ring, and he follows. Nothing. She looks up, and the hunk of lighting falls down. Yes, right. So there was an was there another fire spot before? Yeah. We get to so the fiend? so so Bliss gets back in the ring. Randy do, does as well, but he's really hesitant. And yeah. when he does, she shoots a fireball at him. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, and he backs up from that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go that, ahead no, that, that, that's the one where I thought that co- commentary said that he blocked the fire or something, or, or, or she didn't get all of it. She didn't get all of it. Yeah, yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what it was. Yeah. And and so he's backing up, and then uh, from the the canvas, you see like a charred hand emerge with some light, right. and then it starts to smoke. And there's the the uh, so the hand grabs Orton's ankle. He he frees himself. Fire shoots out. 
and then a burnt up uh, fiend emerges. He's got a new mask. It's like it's melting off his face. It looks well, he's great. all burnt now. Yeah, yeah. He's so the I burnt. think the mask looks really good. It's hard to tell how the rest of the his gear looks because it was the ring was was you know bathed in that kind of pink purple light, so you can't tell. It just kind of looked like he had a you know like uh, it like he had like sheer like dark sleeves with like hunks of stuff on the forearms and like a padded area of the chest mm-hmm. without seeing more detail. It's hard to really judge it um, compared to what he used to have. I don't know. It looked kind of nondescript to me, but the masks look great. Yeah. The masks look really good. I mean, I get the point. I, I, I get the point. It's just supposed to be him burnt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it's not, it's not all that flashy. The, 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 the mask looks good. Um, yeah. And so, okay. So even, even so, so night by night here, L.A. night by L.A. night says the, yeah. the ref dove out of the ring, but was still hanging around ringside. I didn't notice yes. the ref ringside, but OK, I didn't notice, but the, you have to assume because the ref was right in once there was a pinfall. So you so, got to assume the ref is there. So what happened? So you want you want to take this, Steve? Yeah. So Alexa starts like sort of chuckling in Randy's direction because she knows that she sees from the mat a charred, gooey Cronenberg uh, as can coming from mm-hmm. under the mat. Mm-hmm. And it turns out to be the fiend, and we get to see him on all his new burnt glory. And Randy notices him just in time to walk into a sister Abigail. And Watson pushes him. Pushes she, him okay, she pushes him into yeah. a sister Abigail. Uh, and then uh, Alexa mounts him for three. Right, right there. One, two, right three. when yeah. she gets on yeah. him. Boom, Quick. boom, boom. Ref. Cut. So if the ref is there now, I can maybe, maybe. Because sometimes in the past, referees and opponents have kind of no-sold the Fiend's supernatural. Like when Randy, for example, I don't, I forget which match it was. Oh, it was the AJ Styles match. When he started getting taunted, like the Fiend's lighting came on. AJ, as soon as the lights came on, AJ hit that phenomenal forearm on Mm -hmm. raw. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, wait, wasn't AJ weirded out about that stuff at this point? Do they just in kayfabe understand? Well, this is Randy's deal with all these lights. I'm not worried about it, which is kind of silly because it'd be freaky Mm -hmm. regardless. You think so? Yeah. Um, There have just been times. It seems like when referees, when opponents will kind of know. so, So it's like the idea that the ref, wasn't privy to the sister Abigail going down. Why is it he would be cool in a match that it's not a no DQ match? As far as we know, yeah. Or is the ref just saying, like, what I'm not going to go Orton against sh- the Fiend? Randy Orton should have won by DQ, and I should have got my points for picking Randy Orton. <laughs> I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, just for the logic of the Steve, match, Steve, you should have got your points. Steve, hmm. what's the WWE rule book? What is it? <laughs> what is it? I have it. What is it? I think I have it. Let me check it because that's a good point. I think I've yeah, got. Okay. I think I got, they got right. Look, look and see if there's a section in there about about do, something do, that specific do, supernatural do. interference effectively. I'm sure there had to be something there from the Undertaker days and uh, and, and maybe. Kane, maybe Mankind and all that going on. I'm, I'm sure there oh, is found it. official found rule it. book here. So okay. tell me, so, tell me, is there a heading in there for interference by a supernatural wrestler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me check. Okay. okay. Uh, all right, all right. Okay, here it, is, here it is. Here it is. No, I okay. got it. I got it. I got it. All right. If a supernatural being appears and interferes in a match, mm-hmm. the match is ruled a no contest. 
Wow. Oh, well, crap. You guys heard that first. means those are my points because I said it was going to be a no oh, contest. I feel like there Steve just go. wrote that in there. We didn't. Very it's, good, it's, very... in the, it's in the rule book. It's WWE sketch... Book of Rules. No, the joke is that the, the rule book is a sketch pad. And it's just it's kind of made up hunk of shit. That's what it is. He's, gonna, he's just going to write like Steve it. just made up that hunk of shit explanation for why he should have got the points. No. Oh, isn't that a whole book a hunk of shit? No, so, it dude. It's Look, it's right here. It says <laughs> it right there. That's Steve's writing. Uh, you can't, yeah, it's right here. It says rule. Fanny packs rule. There you oh, go. Oh, look, 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 look. Supernatural, <laughs> supernatural being no contest. It's right no, there. I I will stop by to pick up my title. No way, man. That's your handwriting. Totally <laughs> your handwriting. I tried. You tried and you failed. Failed. Uh, let's talk about this main event because it was, it was the highlight of the show, at least in, in my estimation. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Of course, Edge, who is now uh, firmly established as worst ringside enforcer potentially ever. Absolutely. Uh, as special ringside enforcer. Really great match early on, especially Daniel Bryan is basically teasing Roman Reigns with his wrestling acumen, mm-hmm. putting him in holds, frustrating Roman. Just going jabbing him in his, in his jabbing ass. him in the midsection, yeah. working his, his legs. legs with leg kicks, just frustrating the hell out of him. Eventually, though, Roman uh, establishes a power advantage. It's like a tilt to world slam. Uh, goes on, uh, gets is in control for a bit. Uh, at one point, Roman tries to showcase his technical wrestling bona fides. So uh, Daniel Bryan goes for a run on the top. Roman catches him. You're expecting powerbomb. No, he gets off the top rope. Boston Crab. Uh, Daniel Bryan, though, undeterred, reverses that into a roll-up, gets the two, falls with the clothesline. Uh, he low bridges Roman out of the ring, looks for a plancher. Roman kind of catches him. That was the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, was going to try to slam him. Bryan escapes, sends him into the ring post, falls with a running knee off the apron. This is like that point in the match where Daniel Bryan really turns, turns it on. You're like, oh. Yeah. You could have a chance. Yeah. Um, so he hits that uh, running knee off the apron, falls with the top rope knee, uh, goes back up top, missile drop kick, gets a two, hits a bunch of yes kicks. There's like 10 of them. Yeah. Uh, Roman catches the last one, hits Daniel Bryan with a bunch of strikes in the corner. Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, then counters a power bomb with a Rana, hits a, two head kicks. Mm-hmm. That gets him a two right into Danielson stomps, transitions to yes lock. Um, Roman's reaching for the ropes. Daniel Bryan pulls him back towards the middle of the ring, uh, right back into the yes lock. Roman manages to break the gr- his grip after being in it for a while. Uh, hits some ground and pound, deadlift powerbomb, gets a two. So, Roman sets up for a spear. Uh, Brian blocks it with a knee. Sets up for a knee plus. He's running towards Roman. Roman gets out of the way. Knee plus is the ref, and the ref has basically the cell tonight. He bumps like crazy for this knee plus. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah, he tumbles he out of the ring. Yeah. So Roman then hits Daniel Bryan with a spear and edges at ringside as special guest enforcer. His job is to do one thing in this situation. Yeah. Get in the ring, count the pinfall. Instead, yep. he's like... Yeah. Like he's John Travolta shocked. in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he gets in the ring, counts the pin, Daniel Bryan kicks out because he's out there for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. So Roman's giving Ed shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just do your job. Do your and he job. he turns the attention to Daniel Bryan, drops some more huge shots. Daniel Bryan catches one of those shots, though, and locks on a triangle... Roman powers uh, this. This next bit was great. So Dan, uh, Roman Reigns powers him up like he's got a powerbomb. Mm-hmm. Instead, Daniel Bryan hits some uh, twelve to six elbows and somehow gets in that position on Roman's shoulders into a yes lock. Yeah, yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah, it was really great. It was fantastic. So, uh, so he he's got the yes lock uh, in and and he, like he broke it for a bit to hit Roman some cross faces, um, and then Jay runs in. Uh, 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 super kicks Edge, super kicks Daniel Bryan. He goes and gets a chair. He posts Edge 
uh, takes a swing at, at Daniel Bryan with the chair. Daniel Bryan ducks it, hits Jay with D plus. Then Daniel Bryan picks up the chair and hits Jay with a few times with it. So Jay rolls out of the ring. So Daniel Bryan kind of looks over to where the, the ref had rolled out of the ring. He still has chair in hand to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's not coming to? All right. Mm-hmm. So he, he goes towards Roman, takes a swing with the chair. Roman evades that. So Daniel Bryan hits Edge with the chair on the shoulder. Uh, Daniel Bryan turns around, eats a Superman punch. Uh, Roman is looking for a spear. Daniel Bryan catches him with the yes lock. Mm-hmm. And the camera work on this was really good because mm-hmm. you get close up on them. Roman is fading, and he just kind of lightly, in, like Daniel Bryan's forearms in Roman's mouth, his, yeah. his wrist is. Yeah. Roman just kind of very gently taps, just very yep. gently taps. Yeah. And then rather than Edge doing his damn job and oh. seeing that, blast Daniel Bryan with mm-hmm. the chair. Mm-hmm. Seeing uh, red at that point. Yep. And then hits Roman, they hit Daniel Bryan again. He's yelling at him the whole time, and then he just leaves. Somebody earlier, and I, I'm sorry, I, I apologize, I didn't catch who reiterated this, said that when Edge was going up, obviously he was steaming, and he's he started to scream, this is supposed to be my match, which yeah. is an interesting little wrinkle. Again, it's something, it's like ever since Edge has come back, he's just been sort of, Hey, I'm happy to be back guy. I'm yeah. serious. I'm here to prove myself. I belong. I want something more than that. You know, a little bit of bitterness, a little bit of petty. I'm fine with, you know, mm-hmm. give me something oh, yeah. to work with where it's like, nah, yeah. man, I want to see that, you know, ultimate opportunist edge who would do anything. And what we saw tonight was a little bit of that. So hopefully we get more of that. Again, I'm pretty intrigued by this SmackDown main event scene we got going right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If there's if there's one if there's one person in here that's going to play white meat ba- baby face of the three, it has to be D- Daniel oh, Bryan. He's the oh, yeah. he is the best baby face yeah. of our generation. I, I mean, yeah. and, and then you can have Edge play that tweener with a little little bit bit, bit of a streak, a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because mm-hmm. he had to drop that title ten years ago. He's back. You could really, if you put D- Daniel Bryan into this match. Him once again saying this is supposed to be me against him. How is this guy a part of this? Just continue to grow that chip for three weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and, and I, I could really see that. And then Roman's just there saying, you know, hey, I'm 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 the big big dog. I'm the champ. You guys come after me. You guys can fight amongst yourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I could absolutely see that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so anyways, uh, oh, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to wrap it up. What do you got to say? Yeah, that's what I was going to do. That's what I was going to do, too. So go ahead. That's our review for Fastlane. Twitch oh, no, we didn't get to finish around. this match. New ref runs in. <laughs> Roman is coming in Show over. Oh, yeah, oh, there he goes. All yeah, that's right. right. Danilo. Yeah, that was weird. Danilo oh, yeah. just comes in. They're all just still in there. Roman's like, well, I'm Roman. I'm going to pin this guy. And then uh, yeah, that, that's yeah, it. After a while, too, it wasn't like the di- damage was done. It was just sort of like it wasn't as bad as Triple H and Booker T sitting there. But still, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it was it was one of those ones where it's like you're rolling around for a bit. Then ref comes in. Then you lay on him one, two, three. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so uh Anyways, that's going to do it for our Fast Lane review. Twitch chat, <laughs> stick around. We'll answer some of your questions for the rest of you. Thanks so much for tuning in. And Forster, thanks so much for being here with us today. We Thank you, Forster. You got it, man. No worries. All right. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.